0: year
1: finally we back with the horse's head
0: yeah uh that's definitely actually a way of putting things welcome back to another episode of high side of the ropes everyone hope it's been a great week so far it's weird it's 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 yeah well and we'll um, get into that in the second half yeah we'll get into yeah and th- actually this whole episode is going to be really fucking weird so I guess we'll start with the horse's head, as Brandon mentioned, and that would be CM Punk. No, that's not any, uh, That's not I mean, any good part of a horse. I unless mean, Hangman's jumping off the horse.
2: This Hangman is jumping off the horse.
0: To give him a buckshot.
2: To oh. give him a buckshot.
0: That, that's okay. That'd be some so, cowboy shit, though. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, apparently the door is open for Punk to still come back. As I said in the group chat. And his injury is like
2: reaching like, you know, that end of its timeline now. So it's looking like a return is around the corner according to Meltzer. Yeah.
0: So, I mean, I'm not really too happy about it. I mean, I'm kind of. You're pretty
2: disappointed about it?
0: I'm kind of. Yeah. I mean, the nostalgia was there when Punk came back, but he couldn't even give us more than like, you know.
2: Brandon, defend your boy.
0: Hell no, he ain't my boy. Like, like, he couldn't give us, like, even a successful two title reigns. Like, he got injured from jumping into the crowd and stubbing his toe on the barricade.
2: I like how I pointed out after it happened that he has the two shortest reigns for AEW World Championship, and he beat it himself with <laughs> that own record. His first run, and what? then his second run. His that run- lasted, like, literally, like, an hour.
1: His His first run basically lasted from when he won it to when he lost it to Martinez. Exactly.
0: Fragile Phil Brooks.
1: Now it's broken Phil Brooks.
0: Fucking fragile fucking Phil Brooks. No, I'm not happy. Yeah, yet. he will be available in I'm, the
2: months in the months available. And I mean, they want to keep the they, but if they want him back to use him in the next couple of months, that's when he could actually be available to come
1: back.
0: I am not for it at all i i think i mean we have a list full of Phillips that are better than him yeah um i think i'll update that at the end of the year but for now it's just like i think wrestling has done great without him aw's Um, done better without him a lot of things have changed for the better it's been good i don't think there's a need to quote unquote fix anything that's quote unquote not broken
1: and, and I mean, besides, he's old, he's tired, and he works with fucking children. Yeah, I know. So I why mean, would he
0: come back? Exactly. I mean, unless he brings everyone like pastries from Mindy's bakery. I mean, I don't, I don't. <laughs> see what if
2: he actually does though? He bought everyone like five hundred dollar like Starbucks no, that, gift that, cards. That, that, that was. Dax. That's something he could actually do. No, he said that. That's what he did. Oh. But he did it anonymously.
0: Oh. Well. I mean... He well, was, that was before he was I mean, tired of working I, with children. I mean, I don't even think that would, like, reconcile anything. I'd but do. what if
2: he actually does come through with, like, $500 worth of shit from Mindy's Bakery? That's a lot of shit. Like, look at that, dude. Like, you saw those muffins he was munching on? Yo, those shit looked delicious. I might want to go to fucking, like, you know, Mindy's Bakery and have some. Probably. But it's like, honestly, I don't know how to feel about punk.
1: Yeah.
2: Like, you have some people who are just divided, like me. You have some that are just straight through, like you two, more like, more Nick.
1: Yep.
2: They have some that are just like, we want punk, and then. Ollie Davis. Yeah. That's, well, that's one basic one. Uh, but well, the one main concern is if they do come back, obviously heal. That's the only way you're really going to do it, and that's a smart way to do it. But at the same time, you can't just not acknowledge how you went out. Because you kind of let the fans down in a way. Yep. Granted, there's an injury, but it's like you really stunted like two divisions. Yeah. One that just literally had its conclusion that night yep. to actually more or less just start to begin anew because it was the end of a tournament. And then it's just like, well, we can't do this.
1: And then it got to the best of seven. And hey, the one good thing to come out of it, we got that awesome best of seven series.
2: Uh, yeah, that Best of Seven series is something great that came out of it. Also, Moxley showing that he's really down for AEW and pro wrestling like that. Yeah, The man never took a fucking vacation. He's still here. Yep,
0: he's still here. Just when I thought he was going to take a vacation. Nope, nope, he, he didn't take a vacation.
2: Just when I thought that I got out, they pulled me back in. Yep,
0: that's
1: pretty much how it went. Oh, so you mean like how John Wick always wants to get out, but someone kills his dog.
2: Yeah, well, nobody killed the other one yet. But he still has yet to name.
1: It's just dog.
2: Yeah, dog. It's like how people didn't know Grogu's name, so they just said Baby Yoda and still do say Baby Yoda.
0: Yeah, because no one can accept Grogu. <laughs> or, yeah, because
2: it took like a whole damn season.
0: Or The Child.
2: The and, Child was the original one. Or but they uh, just said Baby Yoda.
1: The Child, a.k.a. what my Funko Pop says.
2: Yeah, but with Punk...
1: It's a mixed bag. Because it really is, because it, he's
2: a draw. He you is cannot a- acknowledge it. But at the same time, does the locker room even really want him back?
1: Like, granted, yeah. And that's
2: something you don't want to risk his locker room morale.
1: Yeah. Because, granted, yes, Punk, at one of the best on the microphone, one of the best in the ring, not top 10 in my book, maybe top 15, maybe lower. I'm not – your personal opinion. Not my like my own personal opinion. Yeah. But like as a draw. Mm. Honestly, he's Brock Lesnar levels. Like er, like 2012 to like 2018, 2019, Brock. Mm-hmm. He's that kind of draw.
0: Mm.
1: Like if he showed like if he showed up, you know people would tune in. Yeah. But like, you can't really bring him back after all that. Like, yes, there are people that will defend him because, honest, because for their point of view, he's done nothing wrong to them.
0: hmm
1: And that's the one way of looking at it. What did yeah. he do to, I, like, for the company, that's another thing. But, like, for people in the back,
0: mm-hmm.
1: like, half of them, what did they do? What did he do for them?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, like, I understand, like, him coming back, like, they wanting to bring him back is because they're his friend. But you're always told pleasure and business needs to be kept separate for times. Like, yeah, he may be your friend, but he's not this person's friend, and this person is close with that person, and he pissed them off or got into a fight with them. Yep. So it's just like, because, like, Look at the whole fucking Andrade situation.
2: Yeah. That we still don't know about. Like, we
1: still don't know about. Like, he, he, like, with Punk, that was a whole
2: brawl. He introduced Roosh to the company, and Roosh took his whole job.
1: Yeah, basically. But, like, Andrade, it was only, like, two punches thrown on him. Like, Sammy didn't do shit, but he hasn't been back ever since. This was a whole brawl. Like, there's a difference between two hits being thrown and a whole fucking brawl. Mm-hmm. So it's just, like... The, but, like, the Andrade thing, I it's also, like, similar, somewhat similar thing. It's, like, the people that are causing problems, mm. you don't want them in the company. You want the company to feel like it's for everybody. Like, every, Like, if there's a problem... Talk it out, not fight
0: it out. Yeah. Not brawl out. Yeah. and
2: But do you think he's going to show up, though? Do you think he's actually going to return? I think he is. I don't think Tony Khan is going to risk giving him away when WWE could probably just take him and put him back on for their own viewership numbers. That's what I think it's going to come down to with Tony. Because that's why he doesn't want to release Andrade, I think.
1: Yeah. I... It's a double-edged sword because it can go one of two ways. You bring Punk back mm-hmm. and risk upsetting your locker room. Yep. But you don't. But you let Punk go, as Euliss just said. WWE can bring him back. Yep. But I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take what Joey said. Mm. WWE would just bring CM Punk back just so he could fuck up himself. Self again.
0: Yeah, just so just so he can be like, okay, look, he fucked up over there. He fucked up over here. And then he came back here and fucked up again. Can we all just agree he's an asshole now?
2: Well, I'm pretty sure that was Rollins who mainly said that. He's like, we already saw what he did over there. Yeah. So well, it's like,
1: I've heard nothing I, about it other than just he said it. Yeah. And, and like, cause here's the thing. That's Rollins saying that. Rollins whether people want to believe it or not, because of what his Twitter says, mm-hmm. he's still friends with half these guys.
2: He's still friends with half people in AW.
1: Yeah. So I don't, so like him saying that says a lot. Yeah. For that, like for them, like it, it really is a double edged sword because like, again, there are those fans that, that want him back, that want him back, that came back to wrestling. Because Punk because Punk came back,
2: that whole arena and that whole thing that he like set up that whole like return to wrestling that was just really based on a rumor Mm -hmm. because it just never really got straight up said. All of that kind of fell flat with this whole like run when it just really all came crashing down like literally in a year.
1: Literally, like the memes that came out of it, I sent I sent one to the group chat earlier. It was pretty funny. When you start working at a new job, when you work at your job now,
2: yeah, it's like, and there's a lot of talented people in the back that I wish I had the chance to work with a long time ago. How you feel about your job now? I'm old. I'm tired. And I work with fucking children.
0: Yep, that's exact. Con- King of contradictory.
2: At this point, if they do bring him back, which I do think they're gonna do. I think they're going to paint it as a giant redemption story and then yeah. immediately turn him heel. But I don't know about how the locker room situation is going to feel about it. Yeah. Jericho's been the most vocal person. Him and fucking Rollins could do the damn fusion dance and have a perfect form because they're both being on the same page with this bullshit.
1: Yeah, it's just like, I don't see. Punk. I, I understand why they want that. Like they would want to bring Punk back, but they honestly shouldn't. I think they're going to. Because if you look at how. There's no need. Because if you look at how AEW was prior to Punk. It was going up, going up the mountain. It was getting there, getting there, getting there. Punk, for the first, up until he won the world title, it was at the mountaintop. He got hurt. They started to decline on the mountain while still trying to keep themselves up with Moxley. Mm-hmm. And you think... Okay, All Out happens. Punk wins the title. All right, we're going back to the top of the mountain. No, fucking... AEW became a fucking comedy... A fucking scene from a comedy. When they fall down the mountain, they start turning into a snowball. Yeah. It's only like the last... like Since the Elite really... I don't want to say since the Elite returned. Mm -hmm. But maybe like the month... Prior to them returning, okay. they really started to get somewhere. Okay, like starting to build that momentum and build and build. Mm. When did Blackpool Combat Club form again?
2: After all last that... year, there was like at Revolution.
0: Yeah. Okay.
2: That's when Regal showed up.
0: Okay. Slapped
2: I was... both Moxley and Danielson, get saying, "Get your shit together."
1: Okay, I, w- I wasn't quite sure when it was. I'm not sure. I wasn't sure if uh. Blackpool Combat Club formed before or after All Out? That's mm-hmm. that's what I was trying to figure out. So like, but like they're start, they're they're starting to get that momentum. MJF is back. That's bringing them back up the mountain even more. You don't want to risk falling back down because you want to rely on CM Punk to carry you. Yeah. When he's when honestly you've seen the right the side of him that people warned you about Mm -hmm. and that it's a risk to keep him at the top of the company. And I think that, and honestly thinking about it now, I think that's why WWE never put him in that top position. Cause honestly, it is the truth. Like he honestly doesn't, it seems like he doesn't care unless it revolves around him. Unless it benefits him. Yeah. And you don't want to risk that when you're just getting this momentum back, you're getting the trust of the fans back to you. Yeah, I
2: would say that's the reason that his run got cut short with WWE.
1: No, no, I'm just saying, like, I'm just saying, like, putting, like, really remembering it and how Triple H said, like,
2: are you talking about how the promo worked out?
1: Yeah, and it's just like, I can't see them bringing him back just yet.
2: I well, think they're going honestly to ever. I think they're going to just because of the money itself. Yeah, and Tony Khan, I think, is not going to take that risk because yeah. he knows uh, that pretty much Paul might actually do it.
0: Yeah. Paul yeah. and Phil. P&P. He, although I don't think, you know, Papa H would do it. But yeah, he, if
1: it was Vince McMahon. Vince probably would.
0: Vince, Vince would hop on the train real quick.
1: He would. Triple H, however, I think because there is still that personal animosity between them. Oh, yeah. It doesn't matter how much of a draw Punk is. Mm hmm.
0: He's not going to be, he's he's not, not. it's not going to
2: happen. Not in WWE. No. I don't see it happening in WWE, but I see it happening in AEW, regardless of how most fans will probably feel about it.
0: Yeah.
2: Even though I'm kind of thinking AEW is doing pretty good by itself. Yeah. There's nothing I'd really like change. I mean, if he doesn't come back, I'm not going to say like, there wouldn't be some things I'd miss about Punk, but then again, it's like kind of are toxic with most people in the locker room at this point. The only thing like I, you know Jericho being the biggest one.
1: Yeah. The only thing I would say like I would miss about Punk if he never comes back is just the dream matches that we never got. Yeah. That's the only like if he like if he left fine. Le- let AEW fucking grow. Don't hold them back cuz honestly it really felt like he was like he was holding AEW, AEW back. Especially after he got hurt.
0: Yeah. They literally fucking took the belt off Moxley to put the belt back on Punk to only put the belt back on Moxley after Punk got injured. Like, and then it... Brawl Out. Yeah, and then Brawl Out.
2: Thing is, it was fine. with fall... I was fine with Fallout with them having the belt go back and forth like that until, like, you know, the media scrum and Brawl Out happened. Yeah. But more or less, like, I could see them doing it. I personally... Wouldn't like miss anything besides like he said the dream matches. Yeah. I feel they're gonna paint it as a redemption thing if they do bring him back.
0: Yeah,
2: and uh, then have him immediately go heal and shit. But it's just a detriment. He halted two divisions. He did the world title one twice on injury, which I could take the first one. Mm. I mean, like you know, injuries happen. It's not fucking ballet, as it's mostly said. But the second one was missed time, but the media scrum like painted the injury even more of a bad light. Yeah. Because it's like you couldn't even, I feel, go out on your shield. You had to, like, have your ego take control.
0: Yeah.
2: And also, like, I just found it funny at the time. Called out Hangman. And just fucking John Silver just posted a picture. Here's what Hangman was doing. And it's just him looking up at him eating in the backstage area. But uh. I, don't, I don't see, or I wouldn't... Uh, I do see him coming back and Tony using him. I personally can go with or without him.
0: Yeah. Well, moving on to yes. our next topic of the night.
2: Also AEW.
0: Yeah, this is a pretty AEW-heavy uh, episode tonight. hmm Yep, very, very AEW-heavy. And this we just found out about. Yeah, mm-hmm. this one literally just like just happened. What? So, literally just happened.
1: What? So technically, through some theatrics, technically, Disney technically on a technicality on paper, Disney owns the television rights for AW in like Australia and New Zealand. And I say the this, Pacific Islands. I say Disney... Exclusively. Exclusively. I say Disney because it's under ESPN. Yeah. But ESPN is under Disney. ESPN is owned by Disney. Because, so
0: technically, by all technicality...
1: Yeah.
2: Starting February 16th. Just a God,
0: we're going to get Mickey Mouse versus Eddie Kingston. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm down for it. Kill that fucking mouse. No, I'm down for the promos. Let's hear it. Um,
0: Especially if they're like Are self- we digging
2: are we digging into Walt? Because I think there's a fucking like, you know, vault to go no, in there.
0: Especially if they're uh, like, especially especially if they're like the South Park Mickey Mouse promos, yo, those <laughs> versus Eddie Kingston, fuck yeah. But yeah, it's just like It's like, well, um this was uh, kinda out of nowhere. It, it really yeah, Mike was. sent
1: out to Mike, he sent this to us in our group chat. Word. And I'm like What? What? And he's like only a matter of time until they take more, I guess. Haha. Ha.
0: Yeah, Disney's just fucking everything because, up right now. Like literally they anything Disney can get their hands on. Disney is WWE. It's a monop-
1: they're a monopoly. Because like look at all the things they actually own. Like Pirates of the Caribbean, uh Toy Story, Pixar, uh, Hulu, like Star Wars, Marvel. Like all this stuff. And you know what's that this actually reminds me of something. You know what's actually funny about uh Disney having like the television rights to uh AEW for New Zealand and, New Zealand and all them? Hmm. Originally, yeah. Disney wanted to have the television rights to fucking ECW.
0: Well looks like we're getting Mickey Mouse bleeding. <laughs> But, Not, but probably gonna get
2: Karoshida versus Darth Vader now.
0: But apparently, this will be starting February sixteenth. February sixteenth is when, like, you know, the launch happens for everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, honestly, it's a good business investment. I see it. it's, yeah. it's great.
1: Not, and honestly, if fucking Disney owns AEW, I'm just gonna be like.
0: If Disney ends up getting AEW in the end of all this, I'm going to be like, "Wow, that was ironic." Looks like it's going to be a barbed wire exploding confetti match instead. <laughs> or instead of barbed wire, they're going to replace with the ro- like the barbed wire ropes with like Twizzlers. Because it's like, you know, family friendly. <laughs>
1: exploding Twizzlers confetti match. <laughs> yep, there it is. Mickey Mouse versus
0: Eddie Kingston. Let's go. What drugs are you on besides weed? I weed is not a drug. Therefore, I am not a drug addict. I am a florist. Eat shit.
1: Okay, but just the, just the stuff you're coming up with, it makes you sound like you're on some fucking shrooms or some shit.
2: Yeah, like he doesn't seem to be a fan of the host of the toast.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, he he doesn't get it. He doesn't. He doesn't. Get I get it. I get it. I get it. I, I, I,
1: get I, it. I don't think. I get know. it. I get it. But anyway, uh yeah, like when I when I, I saw this just when I saw this just now, I'm like, this is weird. Because if Disney were to buy AEW, Tony wants to buy WWE. Just be like, shit, Disney really does own everything, huh? Shita then becomes a Disney princess. So does
2: Asuka. No, it's eight. That's WWE. Well, no, they, like if they, oh, you're uh, saying if they bought you
1: Yeah. Oh well, yeah, that definitely is one. But wait, would wait, wait, te- would Bailey be uh, the evil stepmom for fucking Snow White? No, I think that'd be Stephanie McMahon. <laughs> but well, I mean, it would be Bailey. I mean, it would technically be Bailey. No, she'd be one of the stepsisters. No, that would be uh, Dakota Kai and Io Sky. She has three in this one. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: she does.
1: <laughs> Just tack on one more.
2: But speaking of that, she wants to fight Michael Cole, <laughs> saying she wants to whoop his job and take it. Uh, whoop his ass and take his job.
0: That'd be funny. I'm saying whooping. like
2: at this point she's undefeated at Mania, so she's owed a match.
0: Yeah, yeah. Her All
2: shitting I- on Michael Cole has been one of my favorite things,
0: <laughs> especially during
2: the Cell like pandemic against Sasha. It's like, shut up, Cole. They know this. They watch me. And they don't want to hear you.
1: <laughs> but uh, uh it's funny you say that because I was watching a interview with Pat McAfee and Michael Cole mm-hmm. talking about like how surprised uh, Cole was that McAfee showed up. Mm-hmm. McAfee literally got there like twenty minutes before the show started. Damn, that's early. No, that's that's almost cutting it close. That's what I mean. Early to how
2: like the show actually like was going to start. Yeah. Cause at that point, like it's wait, pre-show or actual live show? Actual live show. Okay, yeah, that's fucking cutting that shit real thin.
1: But uh he jo- they joked like McAfee, like I'm undefeated at Mania. You're not. Hey, impromptu matches don't count.
2: Especially oh. against one of the weakest clotheslines lines I've ever seen in my entire life of being a wrestling fan,
1: and one of the shittiest punts I've ever seen anybody do with a football.
2: I mean, he at least nailed it.
1: Yeah, he did,
2: somewhat. But damn, those laryes looked like they were hit like underwater in slow motion.
1: But more into AW news, we finally got an update. Yeah, on fight
0: forever. Or wait
2: forever, as the community likes to joke about.
0: Yep. Yep, we finally got news on it. So,
2: the only thing that was really halting it as, like, the last hurdle was that ESRB rating. Mm -hmm. Just the, you know, game rating. It officially has one. It's rated T for T. But. But. The summary for the rating has also come out, too. Because, you know, you have to have the summary. But here's the thing. Rated T for T for Blood Language, mild suggestive themes, use of alcohol, what, tobacco, what, and violence, what. But here's the rating summary. This is a wrestling game in which players compete in matches where wrestlers from a from a uh, from AEW's roster. Players use punches, kicks, and grappling maneuvers to drain their opponent's health. In some match types, IG, barbed wire, stadium stampede, and unsanctioned. Players can use barbed wire baseball bats, metal chairs, Molotov cocktails. Wait, what? Yeah, you can use Molotov cocktails against your opponents, eventually resulting in a submission and or knockouts. So this went from a wrestling video game to fucking GTA really fucking fast. Yeah. Uh, So anyway, it continues saying, blood splatter effects can occur during matches, blood staining the mats, footage of a Video footage of real matches also depicting blood on wrestlers' faces and bodies. The game contains some mild, suggestive materials. Female wrestlers in revealing outfits, i.g. deep cleavage. Bunny outfits. Partially exposed buttocks. And wrestlers performing taunting gestures, i.g. crotch chops. And slapping the buttocks. And real footage sometimes depicts wrestlers drinking alcohol. white, And smoking. white. And the word shit is heard in the game.
1: That's it. Well that's the first time I'm hearing shit in a wrestling game.
2: Most I've heard is get your big ass out here.
1: But not like
0: <laughs> Molotov Cocktails. Molotov
1: cocktails. Oh my god. But also, Fight for is another example of Punk might not be coming back. Yeah, we got removed off the cover, my guy. And they added
2: like eight other people. <laughs> And then through the person that got bit, frightened front and center, Kenny Omega. Yep. But then again, it looks better that way.
1: Yeah, it does. Yeah. But honestly, I'm excited that helped bring up my excitement for it. Because I've said like the way the game looks got me like bummed out about it. Yeah. Like the way it looks. Mm-hmm. It looks like like to me it looks like WWE Superstars. Because of how, like, it's
2: not, like, almost simulated, like, to fit their body in at least a realistic engine. Yeah. Because it did kind of look, like, cell shaded ish Like, it, all-stars.
0: Like,
1: yeah.
2: more on the animated side instead of, like, like accuracy. Mm-hmm. So, it did kind of look like that, especially with the first trailer that came out with it. You yeah. remember the first one?
1: Yep.
2: And then how we ended up starting to see more and more different shit. Yep.
1: Yeah, so, like, personally i'm looking forward to it
0: just to see what the what it's about it it's gonna be one of those games where i'm just gonna wait to hear a review from somebody and let me know how it is before i pull the trigger and spend the money yes, i same.
2: might get it depending on what we actually see with more of the trailers and early like gameplay I mean, that we see with it digital
1: copy or your Digital copy or physical?
2: Copy? Ooh no, we're gonna go physical.
1: Copy because then I can trade <laughs> I that shit in. Like, what the fuck?
2: You get digital, copy? you get digital, you fucked. I can still trade shit in for physical.
0: Yeah. The exploding wire. 2K15, you're fucking next. And the stadium stampede. Still having to get that one. Or are you trading it in? I'm
2: thinking about trading that bitch in.
0: Uh, for a fight forever. Oh no, no,
2: maybe a new wallet. I need something. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'll wait. I'll wait until it comes out. But we're going to take a quick commercial break And we'll be right back with the second half of the show What? The horse's ass Yeah, the horse's ass
2: Buongiorno, Luke from Cheap Pop Wrestling here Free as a bird, high as a kite If you do two things today Firstly, grab some Mary Jane And then second, listen to High Side of the Ropes Ciao for now. What up? This is your boy, Kevin Stones, a.k.a. Kofi Wiesen of the Dirty Hills Podcast. That's right, the Dirty Hills Podcast. It's an re- independent wrestling podcast, man. We go from promotion to promotion, place to place, you know what I'm saying? Wrestling event to a wrestling event, and we interview and wrestlers. man. We talk all sorts of wrestling. So you might even catch us talking WWE or AEW. But you can catch us on YouTube. YouTube, that is. On every Thursday. We drop an episode every Thursday at 316. Or you can just check us out on uh, IG. Dirty Hills underscore 132. And shout out to High Side of the Roast. Man, those are my guys over there. They they are also independent uh, podcasts, man. Anywhere I go, they're usually out there in the streets running with us. So make sure y'all go like, share, subscribe to High Side of the Roast. And you are Dirty Hills approved. Bang.
0: Welcome back to the second half of the show, everyone. The horse's ass. Yep.
1: The second half.
0: Yep. So the horse's ass is coming at the end of the show. Haha. Uh-huh. See what I did there? Pun intended. But uh, <laughs> psh- well, first
1: things first, um We wanna send out some prayers yes. to uh Jerry Lawler.
2: Well he's recovering pretty like great, but still that uh, he gets out because like he had like a stroke. Like yeah. in the middle of like the night, and it got broken like the next day.
0: Uh, and he, he just was in the hospital. He just had his first wrestling match of twenty twenty three
2: too. Mm-hmm. Like like it, uh, his neighbor like called it in.
0: Yeah, I think it was maybe sometime during the day,
1: yesterday that the news broke. Uh, it was sometime during the day that it happened mm-hmm. because it was he. It did say like it because it was definitely daylight that they saw. Yeah, but we didn't hear the news to like maybe the next day.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But Yeah, prayers out to Jerry Lawler. Hopefully that everything works out for him. Word for real. Like this is what his first incident, like with something since his heart attack, almost 10 years ago. Yeah. I mean that we know of, yeah. Yeah, that's going back almost 10 years ago. I believe it was 2013 that he had his heart attack. Might have been. I think so. And think about that. He's still wrestling shit. But yeah, hopefully he makes a speedy recovery Word, for get better soon. Because honestly when I saw that, I'm like oh shit. It's like no. No. We can't lose the king. No. But yeah, uh, prayers out to him.
0: Uh, moving on tonight, uh, Naomi officially uh, took the Naomi it's name. It's just
2: it's just Trinity.
0: Yeah, she took the In Naomi all caps, name out of the bio on Twitter. All caps. She's just Trinity. What she does next, we have no idea. If she comes back to wrestling, well, we know for a fact it's not going to be back to the WWE. Well, maybe she'll be joining Monday. Money. <laughs> but um, I mean, funny. I mean, it'd be cool. Funny. She, I mean, it'd be cool if she went to AEW. I think that's probably going to happen.
2: Also, we have uh, that Impact New Japan crossover. Yeah. So we could see her versus Mickey James My there, God. possibly.
0: when she goes to GCW.
2: That'd be fucking crazy. Imagine. I mean... Her versus Sawyer Wreck. I mean, we're... a fucking I, death match sounds awesome.
0: I mean, we're getting Nick Gage versus Speedball Mike Bailey, so nothing sounds out of whack anymore. Fucking
2: Speedball like, is facing Nick Gage, Kota Ibushi... And Will Ospreay.
0: Nothing sounds out of place anymore. Everything just sounds like it mixes together beautifully now. And we're at the point in time where everything is right. Everything. Speedball Mike Bailey is definitely going to be a top ten wrestler of the year. My God, that dude is insane. But wherever Naomi lands, or even if she just, like, you know, chills and lives, like, an everyday life. Like, maybe does some movies here and there. Maybe does go into acting. So far, I think it's just been modeling. Yeah, that too. Like, whatever she does from here... Best wishes to her, man. She was a hell of an athlete. I hope if she does keep wrestling, she, like, keeps growing at it because, like, the whole glow thing in WWE, it was cool. You know, like, it was her. And she's
1: just a great, like, she's a good wrestler in general. Like, most people don't realize that because, well, she wasn't really given the chance yeah. to show it all that much. But she definitely is really good.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Best of luck to wherever she goes and whatever she does after here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Which brings us to our next topic of the night. Um, so, apparently, 300 people or 300 phone calls were made to the police department after MJF's promo last night. Yeah, so
2: he beat Takeshya in the title eliminator match, which if you haven't seen, go fucking watch it. This is yeah. his first match in two months. Yeah. Fucking awesome backflip counter out of the Lariat off the top rope. Yep, Awesome. But after that he had a backstage interview discussing why he beat him up afterwards.
0: Mm
2: -hmm. And basically he admitted to a felony.
1: And it involved a girl named well for legal reasons a girl named Liv Did say it with brown skin. Yeah.
2: But a lot of people just took Liv as face value.
1: Yeah, yeah. But um And there
2: was also the time that she actually met
1: MJF. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, like uh
0: it's uh it was he he he
1: told the story of uh his prom night. His junior prom night. Him and his boys and their leatherman jackets going out with all the finest girls Long Island had to offer. Yeah. He took live. They went for a ride and she was, well, you know, while he was driving.
0: Yeah. He, and made, he made the gesture. Yeah. We all know. And then at the Felicia. Yeah, Felicia. He,
1: he said after she finished that up, he put pedal to the metal, but it was raining cats and dogs. Like
0: going 90 miles an hour went out of control and hit a t- telephone pole
1: Inse- but instead of hitting the brakes, he hit the accelerator yeah. and then crashed into the telephone pole. and in- and when he woke up he tasted he tasted pennies. he tasted blood. He turned and he saw Liv's head smack against the windshield cracked it. he she cracked it. And what did he do? as he heard sirens? He grabbed her lifeless body, put her in the driver's seat, and got into the passenger seat to make sure she was the one that was driving. Then said that he's a scumbag, and he's proud
2: of it. Yeah. A lot it's... of people I've saw, not a lot, but I saw a few people in particular bringing up this is kind of in bad pay, bad taste, considering they just had a tribute show from someone who did die from a car accident. Yeah. Like a couple weeks ago.
0: Yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, it was a promo. It, was a it wasn't It was like anything
2: spectacular, but it's like, I mean, it's just another reason to boo him. I kind of don't buy it, despite the photo of him coming out with like a Letterman's jacket next to his blue Camaro. Yes. And I saw a lot of people hiking on him just because it's a Camaro RS instead of a SS. It's not even the fucking super sport. <laughs> people were hiking on him just because of that. It's like, yo, broke ass, couldn't even get the Supersport. <laughs> Had to get the RS, LOL. <laughs> shit like that.
0: When no one gives a fuck about your promo and just guns for your car. That's
2: what I was seeing. People on Twitter were savage about that shit. Just gunning- they just zoomed in on the grill and it's like, it, it's an RS, LOL.
0: Like, literally, just gunning straight for the car. It was funny. Oh dear God! I mean, it was a typical MJF promo. I mean, we, we, the... we know what we know how far he can go with his promos, but this one, all sorts of bad timing and all sorts of way out of his like element. It wild. didn't make
2: me feel like any more like boo him more energy when he came out later after Danielson had that awesome match with Roosh.
0: Yeah,
2: it didn't make me feel like I had to boo him anymore. Honestly, he just could have, like, beaten the shit out of him after that match and then trash talking him and beat him up some more. Yeah. But then again, he doesn't give a shit about what any of us think. Like, he still shuts down people on Twitter. Yeah. Remember when he was talking about, uh... I forgot what the topic was. But someone came in, so like, oh, I'm sorry, I understand that and everything. And he's like, yeah, cool, go fuck yourself. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I didn't mean any disrespect. I just meant, like, I understand. Oh, I know, but go fuck yourself. Yep. <laughs> this dude's fucking awesome. Oh, man, but that the fact that there was, like, over, what, how much, 300 phone calls? Yeah. Yeah, and they said, like, they believe it was part of just a fictional angle, but they are taking, like, you know, the note of it to actually, like, give it some investigational time or something along that line. But the fact that people are actually buying it too is kind of funny out of a sad situation or a pretty yeah. fucked up one. Some people are saying Katie Vick. I don't know if it's Katie Vick. I don't even think it comes close to Katie Vick.
1: No, it does not. No. Can
2: it? I don't know. Katie Vick was acted out. That's the yeah. thing I feel about the about that that makes it different. It was one thing to know what we were really actually being told. But within the Triple H to simulate it, I'm good, brother. Yeah. Like we 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 good. We don't need to see this. This should have been cut at the fucking cutting room like fucking board. Like it shouldn't have even left like the fucking writer's room as alright, let's do this. Speaking of show, what should have left the writers room? Are we getting into the ass?
1: Yep. Yeah, we're getting into the ass of this of this whole thing. The horse's ass.
2: Not the horse. That would be Hangman Adam Page, but we also like to refer to him as cowboy or Mr. Cowboy shit. No, we're talking about the ass boys. boys. So this main event at the show on Dynamite And this is a very polarizing decision indeed. So, to conclude the match, referee gets the hell knocked out of him with one of the best bumps that you have ever seen. And then to follow that up, we had some interference as Billy came out. Everyone just thought, here's where he turns on the acclaimed. Nope, snatches the belts away from, I think, Colton. And then comes Austin with the other belt to smack his own father in the back of the face with his, uh... Team's tag team titles. Then afterwards, and some more shenanigans. And a title shot to the face of Owens. And then a, like, O'Connor roll. Yep. And into a slow one. Two. Three. You heard
1: the audible O.
2: And then complete
1: silence. Dude, when I saw this, I had just gotten out of training. And I was maybe like. Ten minutes from my house, I'm on Ten my phone. I'm, I'm on my phone, and I see an, an author of the wrestling posted on fa- on Instagram. I click on it. I see the Ass Boys with the tag titles. My jaw le- legitimately, wrestling hasn't done this to me in a while. My jaw legitimately just dropped, and I said nothing. I'm like. I immediately sent it to the group chat with a gift that just said what? Yeah, I'm still kind of
2: recovering. Because I'm just sitting there going, "Damn, we couldn't even do this at Revolution. We had to do it on a Dynamite." And the thing is, that was the end and it kind of sucked the uh, kind of sucked like, you know, a bit of the hype out of me a little bit. Cuz it's just like, man, that's a pretty downer to end the show on. And I like the guns, but it doesn't even fit like the whole Oh, I'm a heel, so I'm gonna do this
1: like way of cheating. And you know what? As Nick liked to say, as soon as he, as soon as I saw him, and I asked him what did he think about the guns, he's like, "I called it. No warm up, just like, yep, that was it. Just, I, knew, I, knew, I knew it. That's
0: the thing. I I knew it.
2: It's here's like, an audible the, reaction.
1: Look at this ref bump.
2: Holy shit!" Yeah, my boy died. The last time I saw a referee die like that, the last time the ring broke. What? That dude, like, died and went into the shadow realm at the same time because we didn't see him anymore.
0: Like, I... It was inevitable. Like, I knew it was coming.
2: I mean, we kind of knew it was coming because we thought it was too much of a risky thing just to even still go with the acclaimed in our fantasy.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like I knew eventually that there had to be an end game here that I knew wasn't going to end with the acclaim taking the titles.
2: The one thing that a lot of people thought is that Billy Gunn was just going to straight turn that, on that, him. That, that's straight what I thought. It's like this would be the second time he's done it. Yeah. But nope. Stead throws Bowens and takes the belt and says, no, not that way. You're my son. You're going to listen to me. And then the other one comes out and says, yeet, nope. It's
1: like, fuck you,
0: dad. Where were you my entire
1: childhood? Not to
2: lie. Their attires were pretty dope last night. Yeah, they were. I'm a fan of the guns. I just didn't like, you know, this outcome. Because more or less, like, the acclaimed are still white hot. Honestly, I think if they were going to lose the belts, I think it should be the FTR. And then the guns could actually beat FTR. Because the last time the guns beat anyone was FTR. Yeah. So it's like...
0: The storytelling would have been there. It would have been yeah. great, It would have been a great build.
2: I think, like, uh, FTR I, versus Acclaimed at Revolution would have been a good thing to do.
0: But I am kind of interested to see how the guns carry this.
2: Do you think they're going to hot potato the belts and give it right back to the Acclaimed?
0: I feel like that's a possibility. I feel like that's a, actually a very strong possibility.
2: I feel they might do that just because of the reaction. Yeah. Because... So far, the biggest fan treatment that I think they went with and called an audible on uh, that I can remember from AEW, at least uh, in my immediate memory, is Jamie. Mm-hmm. Because they really followed the Jamie hater bandwagon quickly and swiftly at the most opportune moment.
1: They did. Yeah. And we were there for that. Yep, oh,
2: what an awesome match, too. And also, Jamie saying she wants to face Akira on pay-per-view this time. Sign me the fuck up.
0: Word. But, I mean, I guess we'll see what happens. I mean, I'm not really upset that they won. I mean, it's definitely, like, you know, growing new talent.
2: Yeah, because it is a storyline that's been built up over a year between them.
0: Yeah. It's just,
2: as good as that, like, therapy session uh, was that they had, where I actually felt some sympathy for the guns, I felt if they had to take the belt, it should have been at Revolution.
1: Yeah, it should have been at Revolution or off FTR.
2: I think it it would have been better if FTR won at Revolution and then they maybe had something at Double or Nothing because I think Double or Nothing would have been nice for them.
1: Yeah, like like, but also personally, I would have preferred it if like FTR did win the tag titles. They held all the tag gold that they did,
2: and also we missed that Bucks one for like all the belts. So let's try and get back on that and do another Bucks one, but with actual build. Yeah.
0: But, But, I mean, we'll see what happens, man. This is going to be an interesting fucking time period, that's for sure. I mean, we
2: only have one match so far confirmed for Revolution, and so far that's Brian Danielson versus MJF in a one-hour Iron Man match. Yeah. Yeah. That
0: That match, someone... Someone's bleeding Both are bleeding
2: So far I'm curious to see How this Iron Man, match, Iron Man match goes Considering that's kind of Like our opera house In fucking 2K19
0: Yeah
2: And like So far The most accurate one That was ever done And I'm still thinking About calling my lawyers Is that Fatal 4 Where I won from NXT
0: Yeah
2: it's like Two way tie That's happened Like more times Than I could fucking count I'm seeing my Fucking attorney today I'm looking Watch. to Sue what? the creative Writer for that
1: watch our watch demand
2: royalties for all like uh merch revenue based off the superstars involved that spiked after that match aired
1: early prediction i'm calling it
2: Uh, a little bit of the profit ratings that they have for purchases during the next week's episode that they had to have for a singles match because we also do that in fucking 2k all the fucking time
1: i'm calling it early prediction mjf and danielson go to a draw
2: that is a huge possibility. Because Danielson the- has gone to a draw in an hour, ma- an hour Broadway match before, and it didn't even have a limit before. Yeah. It was just for the world title, one fall to a finish.
0: Literally. Yeah, that's the only match announced. Like,
1: And I honestly, because, like, the fact that every time Danielson has stepped in the ring with an AEW world champion, mm-hmm. it's always been a draw.
0: Yeah. Yeah, like I mean, if it goes to a draw this time, it's just destiny. Like that, that, that that's it. You know what I get? You know what I get from it?
1: Uh, I get, and I hate to keep on bringing up this comparison, but it's one of my favorite comparisons. I get, I get Dreamer Raven vibes, if you get what I mean. Like every time Danielson challenges the world champion, mm-hmm. it's always a draw, and he doesn't win. The only exception was his second one with Hangman Page. But that was because it was also the second one.
0: Mm-hmm. The only
2: title match where he actually lost that wasn't that was the one for the vacated title. Thanks, Punk. Literally. In the tournament. Yeah, but then again, no one could beat Vacant. He's a up. He's like what? A night. Nine- 45 time Grand Slam champion.
1: Exactly. Let's bring up his fucking Twitter article. <laughs> so it's just like I can see Danielson just not getting the big one just yet until. Like, I see him being the one to beat MJF, but I don't see him beating him right now. I could see
2: them trying to pull the trigger on it.
0: Yeah. It's a possibility. It's just a matter of will it happen, though, is the question.
2: At WWE Vacant is the name of Vacant. 45-time world champion, as recognized by PWI, have beaten the likes of Andre the Giant, Hulk Hogan, John Cena, Daniel Bryan, and CM Punk. Hashtag era of vacancy.
0: There we go.
2: 41.6 thousand followers. Following 19 people.
1: Is it the people that he beat?
2: Let's see. We have Hulk Hogan, brother. Up, up, down, down is one of them. <laughs> Claudia. Yeah shamus
1: say moose
2: yeah do you recreate creative humor and a bunch of other people that are like have the official check he follows aew too it's <laughs> really bad he doesn't follow anyone else as like individuals more than just them that i at least can actually say
1: follow, why does he follow Hulk hogan
2: I, it's, it's hogan maybe he needs to like maybe he was the person that he was texting to give him like toilet paper
0: <laughs> maybe <laughs> But I think it's that part of the night where we start giving our shout-outs and ending the show. Mm-hmm. All, All right. right. Well, here we go. I mean, so, you guys, if you listen to us long enough, you, 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 you know what we start with. We always start with the fantasy faction. No?
2: No, we start with Brandon's.
0: Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right, we do. But, we start well, with the yeah, fantasy ones when he was not time. here. What was the last? Have you forgotten you weren't here at the last episode? I was here at the last episode. Shit, where are you? You're thinking about the one before
1: then, you fucking pothead. Yes.
0: Okay, there we go.
1: (laughs) February 11th. So in two days, or one day by the time this episode airs, or by the time you're listening to this, February 11th, Rawway, New Jersey, WrestlePro returns with Violence Times Day. Uh, IWA, February 18th. Nutley, New Jersey. Nice to Columbus, the Nutley Nuthouse. House. Yep. I take on Tahir James for the in the finals of the IWA Breakthrough Championship Tournament.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm getting my belt back. Screw PJ. Screw you, you bitch. I'm getting Damn. my belt back regardless of everything you've done. Hey, I mean. If it wasn't for the faceless ones getting involved, the record between me and Takeover would be four and two, and I would be world heavyweight champion. Still, you're just a rude ass bitch with that shit, damn.
0: And I make my ring announcing debut. Hey. 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 Um, uh, and then February. Oh, hu- and we're also sponsoring a match too. Yes, as of today. We sponsored the Strat Match between Jaden Staley and KC Bonilla. I hope you lose and Levi WA, Jaden. So, that match is going to be off the hook. Make sure you check out the whole show on YouTube, you Trent
1: Seven-looking motherfucker. Dear God. Damn, the hell is your problem, my guy? Sorry. You bring up Jaden Staley, he fucking pisses me off. February 25th, Shore Star Wrestling. In Rio Grande, New Jersey, at the Zero Limits Academy, I am in a six-way for the number one contendership to the zero li- to the No Limits Championship. I am in the ring with Rocket, Daniel Alexander, Robbie Illuminati, the Butcher, Charlie Bonifer, and a tra- and Jaden Stale.
0: Uh, Trent Seven, looking motherfucker. Well, I'm pretty sure. Uh... Anyway,
1: there's also more. Oh, okay. March 18th, Wrestle Pro Fest, Railway, New Jersey. The next day, March 19th, Bridgefield Park, Spartan Championship Wrestling. March 25th, Bayville, New Jersey, Titan Championship Wrestling. Those are all the shows I got coming up. Check them out. Uh, some of these shows, uh, the whole crew will be there for. If you're in the area, check it out. Check out the indie shows. Support independent wrestling and say hello to Nick, Ulis, uh, Blaze if he's ever there. Uh, Butters, Fareed, Anthony, Tommy, Dewey. Shout out to all them. But yeah,
0: Mittens. Shout out to Mittens, who's currently right now in England for the ICW tour.
1: That lucky bitch.
0: Paint England red, brother. Paint it red. Or
1: like another color. Why not paint it blue? But yeah, like if you're in the area, check him out, say what's up, and support independent wrestling. Yeah, man. And fuck Jaden Staley.
0: Jesus. God oh, damn, like that all right.
1: Relax. You, need, you need help. Relax. You need help. No, I don't. Relax. Yes, you do. No.
0: Relax. No.
1: Yes. Therapy.
0: No, that hasn't Dr. Shelby. Jaden Staley is a fine, upstanding young gentleman. <laughs> Who the fuck have you been now, talking please. to? Please. Who have you been talking? Let us the get The contribution to
2: society is immeasurable man
0: now let us get to the fantasy faction
2: and your fantasy faction shout outs what agent AK wrestling what buzzy with Marlowe. what Sell Out pod what cheap pop wrestling what dirty heels what the faction cast what high sound Ropes, that's us what job of cares podcast what joe world clips what Fisher William, what? Wrestling for Life, what? Victorious Ones, what? Wrestling OG Norton, what? Wrestling Takeover, what? That's Fantasy Faction, what? All the other shoutouts, what? Other People, what? Other Worlds, what? Shelly's J out? what? Medicated Martinez, what? Heal Liz, what? TJ for the win, what? And Storyline Tease, what? I say that's my shoutouts, what? I say that's my shoutouts,
0: what? I say that's my shoutouts, what?
1: what? Like a bear. What? That was Roll cool. of blood. What? That was good.
0: That was good. Uh, I got a couple as well. Also,
1: shout out to the Cookie Connect in
0: New Jersey. Yeah, we're, Th- for Their real, cookies for real. are damn fucking good. Yeah, for real, for real. Shout out. Uh, I got a couple shout outs here. Hold up.
1: Shout Hold out to up. Invictus.
0: Yeah, shout out to Invictus Pro Wrestling. Uh, we will also be sponsoring a talent for that show on March third. Who we're gonna be sponsoring? I'm not gonna tell you.
2: A wrestler.
0: A wrestler. Shout out Pro Wrestling Magic. So um, just make sure you watch the Invictus, the Get Down show, March 3rd, and uh, find out who we will be sponsoring. Uh, Also, shout out to the Dad World Order podcast. (laughs) That's like the best fucking one of them. (laughs) That's a new one. Dad World Order podcast. They are the shit, dude. They're really fucking entertaining. Uh, Shout out to the Fusion Ha podcast. Guys are fucking killing it over there. If you're into anime, wrestling, and all that other, you know, pop culture stuff, check them out. Really entertaining stuff. Also, shout out to Ms. What That Lariat Do, Do. Ruthless Lala, who will be a guest on our show next week. And, uh, yeah, I think that's all I got for the night. I got uh, one more shout out. Brandon's got one more. Another
1: one. And this is for us. Shouting out high side the ropes and what we've done within with this podcast in the last year or so, where we've where we've seen a lot of growth with the podcast. Yeah, hey, yeah. uh, yeah. I want to say this uh, for the podcast and what it's done for you guys. Mm-hmm. More importantly, like I'm just here. Yeah, I'm just here. I'm doing. I'm just here to just be here. Yeah. So want to shout out you guys for doing the shit you guys are doing getting out there more like fucking hell you're a fucking ring announcer for iwa now
0: fuck yeah i am
1: and that wouldn't be possible without the podcast nope so just to hear to shout
0: out that and yeah that's kind of it uh, i got a couple more shout outs here shout, out-, shout out to the eagles losing on sunday let fuck me stop yeah, yeah. fuck yeah Shout out to Pat fucking Fuck my Mahomes, homes, baby. Let's fucking go. We got the Super Bowl this Sunday. We got WrestlePro on Saturday. It's an action-packed fucking weekend. I don't have
1: to fucking work on Sunday. Philadelphia
2: is going to be Chernobyl come Monday for another Super Bowl year in a row. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: oh for real for real Uh... win or lose they're still gonna burn their city down
2: oh yeah it's just depending on whether godzilla's gonna show up or not afterwards
0: (laughs) (laughs) shout out to no marks allowed shout out to the kicking out pod and shout out to billy motherfucking gene we out don't forget don't drink and drive park and spark it's always 420 somewhere enjoy the high side of life and burn bud not your soul yeah.